Everyone and welcome to the finale, somehow graciously, of Cycle Twenty of Bod Leadum. That's Top Model Podcast, spelled backwards. My name is J.W. Crump, but today I'll be directing my first professional flixel. I'm Lex Basile Price, an LGBT holla 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 hero, and I'm Hannah Jane Ginsburg, and I'm waiting for the backhanded compliment. Is it coming? and we're recording an episode (gasps) that is a finale it is a part two because it is cycle 20 episode 15 (laughs) finale part two the guy or girl so spoiler jordan doesn't get eliminated at first who becomes america's next top model or as i've retitled it originally lex it was and i'm glad i changed it the guy who is a holla 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 hero <laughs> but i changed it to the guys and girls who definitely did see you stumble <laughs> and if you think we never stumble you should click that click saw you can give us 99 cents 4.99 or 9.99 or you can be like today's special super Yay! Pod. super sponsor super supporter Aaron. 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 Aaron, who mailed us three crisp $20 bills that I realized they had to go to a bank to because this came from Canada. So they had to get American dollars. Oh my gosh. That's so much work. I've never. Have y'all ever transferred money? I've never done it. Mm-hmm. Oh, at the airport. Oh, gotcha. I'm just saying, we got that card. And we all cried in public. Oh, yeah. So Lex got the card and get little, little, uh, his own flixel of the writing. Mm-hmm. And I was in the gym and I started reading it and burst into tears. <laughs> and I was just like, no, someone's going to ask me if I need help. I need to calm down. I love crying in the gym, though. <laughs> it just feels good. <laughs> but how will people know I'm tough? <laughs> <laughs> Where were you? Where are you, Hannah? I was walking to pick up my kid from school and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> it was very so we're crying because it was exceptionally sweet and also aaron thank you for um saying basically we know the work that cycle 20 put us through <laughs> and aaron's like says cycle 19 is one of their faves yeah of ours of our like podcast and i agree i had fun mm-hmm. so if you, you can follow in the footsteps of aaron and just start sending us money we got a p.o <sighs> box baby cold hard cash or click so whichever's easier for you. We want it to be easy for you. Mm-hmm. And we have a mailbag coming up and physical mail's fun. Get it in there right now. <sighs> yes. So be just like Aaron, maybe. Mm-hmm. And also, like all our Leadum Pod supporters, by clicking the clicksel in the description. I'm trying to Spotify for podcasters in the accent of Petite Aaron. <laughs> Are y'all ready for previously on Fest? Before I'm so sorry. Before we get into the episode, I have a little I have a little surprise for the two of you. Because oh? little peek behind our Venetian blinds. If you listen to the last episode, you know <laughs> we were taking a break between episodes, and I decided to scroll through Instagram, and of course I saw 
today's post from Smize and Dream. Because we haven't had a Smize and Dream update in a while. That's true. And today, and Smize, the Smize and Dream Instagram loves a national day. They it's do. their favorite thing. And apparently today is National Roller Coaster Day. And the question was, crazy question. Would you rather eat ice cream going up a roller coaster or down it? And somebody responded, hmm, that point right before it starts to go downhill, LOL, make it a little more interesting. And Smize and Dream responded, huh? when that cream hits that steam. End <laughs> 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 of podcast. Uh, who cares about the episode? This was the episode. It was great. Jordan wins. <laughs> when that cream hits that steam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, but I'm also so happy right now. (laughs) Guys, how is Smize Creep still a thing? It's a money laundering venture. Oh, yeah, 100%. Remember when we ate it? (laughs) We're going to look back at another year, year and a half, when we do like a finale to the podcast, or at least a finale to America's Next Top Model, and we're going to be like... We read a what? book. <laughs> we ate so much ice cream. <laughs> yeah, let's return to the safe island of previously's. We got oh, but, a oh, but previously, previously on previously on island <gasps> has a new vacation resort that's also mm-hmm. previously, and then it seamlessly transitioned into episode. Yes, yeah. it was part of it, just like that film was a part of that runway show. <laughs> oh, seamless, you mean? <laughs> We got new descriptions of our contestants. We sure did. Oof. Our more traditional ones. Yeah. These are mm-hmm. closer to what we usually get. Is your money on Marvin repping Booch Blue, the Latin Bronx flirt with chiseled cheekbones, who's found his stride in photos and romance with Renee? One of the things I low-key hated most about this episode was how Renee is reduced to a supporting character in Marvin's story. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's awful. It's almost like she's not a contestant. It's almost like she's a girlfriend from home. From home. Yes. Also, this episode in particular, they really start reminding you the Latin Hispanic origin of Marvin. Mm-hmm. They sure do. Or is Sunrise Smize Jordan your girl? <laughs> the insecure when country cutie whose passion for modeling (laughs) there it is passion has made her unstoppable over the past few weeks hilarious when that was the time when nina got two first call outs Uh also she was a bombshell last week and now she's Mm. a country cutie i mean the picture she took last week that we're still judging i'll say this it must be hard to talk about jordan because again it's it's kind of like when you had ann in the end and you're just like or jordan the winner of the cycle is your money (laughs) on her the model Mm -hmm. Or are you rooting for Corey holding it down for Fierce Fuchsia? Which sounds like a slur. (laughs) The model determined to show the world that androgyny is beautiful. And that's their whole personality and nothing else about them is important. Yep. Also, we've said it before, and I'm sure we will say it in about two minutes. Mm -hmm. Corey is not androgynous. Corey looks like a man who has, who's tapped into their feminine side. Mm Mm-hmm. I do think Corey has used the language enough, though, that I see how the show is like, we got to use a word. Sure, but I think that 
Corey's using that word is a reaction because at the beginning mm. of the season he was much more into like queer. I'm different yeah. from the other guys. If there's any mention of like, and they could do it in a queer coded way. I don't expect a lot from Top Model, no. but like the fierce poser, like something that references his modeling abilities. He just is androgyny mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. from the planet. Androgyny. Androgyny. And we already had a superhero. As Marie who? <laughs> Androgenia. Yeah. Oh, would love to see the two of them in a photo, though. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we get the, the scores of this panel in a different order than we've ever gotten them. Isn't this Tyra fascinating? refers to this as an impromptu elimination, which it is not. No. This was extremely planned. This was planned when they gave someone the villain role in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, for real. I love that Corey just has a talking head. The timing is just really awful. It really, it really is, is, Corey. And the, and the eliminated contestants, Nina is in the background just shaking her head. Nobody likes this. No. It's mean. It's fully unnecessary also because the eliminated contestant is still going to have to be in the show Play the same character. role, be referred to as a finalist when they no longer are one. So Jordan gets called first with a 989 from Tyra Kelly Rob. And a fan score of six. A fan score of six. And a challenge score of zero, which zero. is funny that they just still show it. <laughs> I laughed. <laughs> it wasn't even an NA, it was a zero. There was a challenge that everyone failed. <laughs> 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 you could have given them a nylon number. Yeah, or something. Mm. And then Tyra calls Jordan a real finalist. And I'm like, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There was the finals and then the real She's finals. She's a healthy finalist. <laughs> so that leaves Marvin v. Corey. Mm -hmm. Marvin gets an 878 and a 45 fan score mm -hmm. against Corey's 1057. And a 4-6 fan score. So again. So fascinating. I'm not going to say that Rob is a good guy. He's been awful when it concerns Corey on the judging panel. But the fact that Kelly is the one who sent Corey home. Mm -hmm. Kelly absolutely sent Corey home. And honestly, if you look at Rob's scores, he gave a 9, an 8, and a 7. He gave mm -hmm. three reasonable scores in the order sure that you probably did. like the photos. Yep. Tyra gave a 10, 9, and 8. The same thing. Kelly gave an eight, a seven, and then a five. And Corey won the fan vote, barely, but still won but he it. he did. Mm -hmm. And Corey's not been getting good fan scores. No. no. Marvin gives him the weakest not hug so the gay doesn't rub Don't off. Don't hug that man. Just leave that man be. Yeah. Just leave him be. I honestly think that Marvin went for it and then immediately felt the energy and was like, nope. Mm. And then Corey basically says, fuck, right to Tyra's face. <laughs> sure does. Mm-hmm. And then this. And there is a creator that I will give a shout out to Allison Pregler is I believe how they you pronounce their last name. They do this amazing series called Baywatching where they have watched every episode of Baywatch in order and it is the funniest, <laughs> best thing ever. And they did a top, I think, 13 list of the most Tyralicious moments as they called it, but the worst <laughs> moments in top model history. And I was waiting for this because she kept saying, holla, 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 hero. <laughs> so it many times. It was also, Holla, 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 hero. <laughs> and before that, just LGBT. Holla, 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 hero. 
you're still doing this. And then this bullshit where she decides to explain this cruelty away by this happened to me once. No, it didn't. You didn't have to walk in the show. You got fired. You got fired from your job. You You still have to walk. Yeah. He has to be fired and still work. And I'm sorry. I really, really don't appreciate the lack of emotion at this elimination from the judges. Mm-mm. So disrespectful. He doesn't get a send off. Then Corey literally says every other person has gotten time to be by themselves to process this. And be upset and collect themselves. And he is told to buck up. Shows in five minutes. Well, we'll get to that later because Laura is the hero of the Corey story. Who saw it coming? I sure didn't. <laughs> Not me. But right now, Kanani references Jazz lead and says, well, if Corey can't win, Marvin better win. <laughs> and then, I'd, I don't know if y'all feel this way. This could be just me. When someone from one of these newer, more modern cycles of top model references something from an older cycle, it feels weird. It feels yes. like a multiverse situation. Because it's such a different show. It is yeah. a fully different show. So when she references Jasmine and they show that picture, I was just like, I literally thought to my head, how does Kanani know who Jasmine is? <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. Also, Tyra, in her thing, said that she was canceled. And I thought, oh, too woke. <laughs> oh, Tyra, get ready. <laughs> You you don't even know how canceled you could be, yeah. baby. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that's a perfect little. I don't know if anyone's ever used that. That's a perfect little picture slash gif that people yeah. should be using every time someone references. Yeah, and poor Corey <laughs> is so fucking impressive. Coming up with ways to empower himself, pushing through. So devastated, humiliated by the show. I just. I after this happened, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to watch the rest of this episode because I'm I just feel sour. I've turned after this moment happened. I was like, you know what? Fine, get rid of Corey. He wasn't going to win. He should have been able to serve fucking cunt on that runway. After yes, that. and then they're don't like, make him be the bad abusive boyfriend. I wish he had just been like, fuck this show. I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. I'm going to steal that dress and put that yes. on and walk down the street. I'm going to put that fucking headpiece on and I'm going to walk out the door. Because And then they're like, oh, but by the way, you have to be in character. I agree with all that, but I will say there's one thing that helped me transition back into the podcasting space and that was a little cardboard sign <laughs> from an audience member that just read 186 countries. That these were definitely um totally made by the people. Absolutely. Yeah, you know what did it for me? The full row of children mm-hmm. at this nighttime event. Unsupervised. You know, what, you know what did it to me? The heavy ADR of we oh. have to get up when we're knocked down. That's how we make our dreams come true. <laughs> See, that brought me right back down because Corey is literally crying in the corner while they're playing that ADR. However, right back up again. We're on our own roller coaster. Ooh. There's one sentence that is so funny to me because Tyra has said this phrase correctly so many times and then she mm-hmm. butchers it and mm-hmm. they don't ADR it where she goes out and says, this is cycle 20s. America's Next Top Model. Baby girl. As if the show's name is Cycle 20. This is your show, baby girl. You gotta get the name right. This is Cycle... I would have accepted this is Cycle 20 of... Of? How dare you both for skipping the intro of this episode? Because they added Booch, Blue, and Sunrise Smize when they showed up. But didn't put fierce for Yusha 
wild. And then it makes Corey look even more like a, a humiliation because then we still have to see him hit his fucking head. Oh, you mean in the opening credits? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do have to give it to Chris once again. Never going to be a Chris fan. But when he way too close talks Jordan, way too close, back up, friend, and says, it's finally a guy cycle. They want a guy winner. Don't give it to them. He said that on camera. I loved it. I loved it. It was so good. All of these contestants deserve to be in a cycle of just their own gender with no lovers. Yes. Lover free. (laughs) Relationships are bad. (laughs) (laughs) Tyra said this place is Tamon Bagawan, which means beautiful garden of good fortune. That is not true. I knew you were going to say that. I was so excited to hear it. (laughs) That is just the name of this venue, Uh, which was built in 2008. It is only an events venue. There is no historical value to where they are. Oh, Tyra. (laughs) Perfect. It's only four years old at this time. (laughs) Yes. Someone glued puffy letters to a sign, which is so funny because you don't need to do both. (laughs) They also, like, pre-crumpled the signs to make them look more real. Yeah. (laughs) We get a clip of Giada, Mm -hmm. which the show (gasps) thought was her complimenting Jordan, Uh which it wasn't. No, it was not. Hurricane Gianna referencing good things about Jordan, but with the tone of an insult is incredible television. True heir to the Poroskova throne. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. She said, she's a 6'1 blonde who sits and takes pretty pictures. Hard cut. They couldn't, they were like, not the rest of that sentence. <laughs> and she makes out with children. <laughs> Gianna's the kind of person you'll never put on live television because someone would have to be on that sensor button so hard. Mm-hmm. I thought what Laura said to Corey was really nice and well-spoken. And I loved her ending it by saying, you got, you still got to go out there, right? So you need to make them think, oh God, what did we do? Mm-hmm. She was like, make them think that that was a mistake. And I was like, honestly, that's what I would have wanted to have heard. She's the only one that gives him comfort because the judges all fuck yeah. off. He does get some from the, from the catwalk crew. Yeah. Clea is in there and Nina, but anybody else who should be responsible for caring for him at all is gone. Gone. But mm-hmm. I was honestly very, like, proud of Laura. That's a weird way to yeah. phrase it. But I, I just like, really respect res- it from her. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, y'all? Maybe Laura, maybe Laura really is healthy. <laughs> Seeing her freed from this competition, you're like, oh, you're, you're doing great. Yeah. Yeah. The worst thing that ever happened to Laura was being on top model. <laughs> <laughs> then Tyra stares down the barrel of the camera. Do not like this direct-to-camera address. No, thank you. And says, during my time here in Bali, I really got to understand how the culture revolves around good versus evil. We see those two pictures again. The only two pictures she took in Bali. <laughs> and y'all, we should start talking about it now because Tyra brings it up in the intro to this whole thing. Top model in this episode... Attempts to engage with abusive relationships, specifically partner-on-partner violence, male towards female. Top Model is not ready to talk about this topic. Top Model has no understanding of this topic. Why bring this topic up in this setting? Mm -hmm. Imagine, if you will, you're an audience member of this show. Mm -hmm. You've brought your children for some reason. 
And they're like, we're going to watch a little fashion film beforehand. And you're like, ooh, fun. I bet it'll be avant-garde and symbolic and not have a real plot. I bet, I bet someone will sit on a balcony in a nightgown weeping. Yeah. And then you start this soap opera. <laughs> Every single day in the modeling industry, a young girl is discovered and her life can change on a dime. And just like every single girl, that young girl is susceptible to damaging relationships that one in four American young girls are experiencing right now. In our fashion film, the question is, what fate will she choose? So then you frame it around, is she going to stay in this abusive relationship? It's her responsibility exclusively. It's a choice that many young girls are facing right now. But also, in this scenario, it's still once again all about Jordan and being the girl that's discovered. Except the way that they're going to talk about Marvin Goodguy in this situation is even grosser. But let's get into this film, because as bad as it is, there's also such a healthy layer of stupid. There is the fact that the title of this fashion film is Danger Love. Danger Love. <laughs> One word, the L capitalized, and the D, obviously. Oh, we want to talk about capitalization. <laughs> we want to talk about capitalization, because every time someone comes on that's the three finalists, including Corey still, because yep, they couldn't edit still a finalist. Mm -hmm. They make the first letter of their name the size of my head. And then the rest... I'm sorry. We, I, somehow we didn't talk about it enough. How do you lock yourself into half, having to have to have ugh, three finalists and then eliminating one of them right before this happens? Like, you have locked yourself in. You made this choice. And also, and also, why are they playing themselves why are their names attached oh, to their characters? Yes. It's crazy that their names are up. They look like, first of all, it looks like opening credits. And uh -huh. second of all, it does, it makes it seem like they're them. And the worst part is that I wouldn't feel that way if this wasn't one of the only things we knew about Jordan. Yep. That's who I oh, truly Oh, it makes it, it so much worse. It, this is totally mean to Corey, making him play this character and still be in this fashion show. But truly, it's manipulative yeah. to Jordan. Because it makes it seem like in a... If, take your minds back to Kaylin, who friend died and then she was in a grave. Mm-hmm. It feels the same. Like they found this out about Jordan. And it's like, ooh, we can start the conversation about it. I'm these. going to blame... One person named Ken Mock for this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This feels like a Ken Mockism, mostly mm. because I so, don't. So much so that he was actually on camera to introduce it. Mm -hmm. Really feels like he was taking ownership of it. He, it does. And also, we know that Tyra wanted Corey to win. Mm -hmm. So it feels like she wouldn't have done this. Now, do I believe that there's a Tyraism? She's missing the Tyra show. I want to talk about a subject. Sure. Oh, but, absolutely. I, but I, I see the she can't help of, herself of Ken Mock in in this whole. Maybe thing. this is how he convinced her to do it. Maybe I guess he was Ken enough. Oh God! We start with a very normal moment of when a man puts a pendant round his lover's neck from the front, in the way that that always happens. We've all experienced it. We've all been also, in relationships. We've all seen it. They are so blown out. This looks like they're angels from Charmed. It oh, all looks like the this, afterlife. You remember that Robin Williams movie, What Dreams May Come? Uh-huh. 
That's this. That's where this takes place. And then we get some terrible running. Terrible running. But also she's running to nowhere. <laughs> and away. also she's she's running Just by away. she's running by other statues, and those statues are of the previous contestants. And she stumbles upon a shoot. A black a and white scene. Photo shoot where <laughs> Corey is on set with his co-star. <laughs> Laura James working. (laughs) Looking snatched. Yeah. (laughs) Again, we talked about it last episode. Jordan should have picked Laura. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And every time we get a close-up on Corey's face, both in the film and live, it will be accompanied by a big cat snarl. (laughs) And Rob is taking their photos and then... (laughs) <laughs> this is crazy, especially given what happens in the real show. <laughs> he like sees Jordan and he goes, Come on set. And she goes, Me. <laughs> and then Laura just gets pushed aside. In this show's comprehension of relationships, it's not that she now has a new job. It's no. that that job came with the boyfriend. Yes. Rob broke broken up. up with and fired him. New <laughs> story. New story. New story. New story. Corey is a professional, right? And he's like, mm-hmm. what? You okay, I have to kiss you or whatever. And then Jordan, when she when when he's beating her up, he's like, What are you doing here? I'm with my girlfriend. <laughs> Laura, what are you doing here? Go away. Stop harassing me. And she's like, What? I thought we were together. We worked. My name is and Marvin. Then- Marvin projects himself from the astral plane to be upset that his girlfriend has a job. <laughs> and then we get one year later. I no, uh, y'all, we have to pause. <laughs> this is all both problematic and bonkers. And then when one year later hit, <gasps> as if we need it. Why did we need in the story's <laughs> narrative a time skip? Because she got a job just by happening upon it. And but the realism is like, what well, it would take her a year to. It have takes it. a year to really become a top model. <laughs> <laughs> but then also, Laura's still there. Laura's just still there. Still there. And betrayal. in the same outfit. Because the betrayal is that her boyfriend, I guess, that we've seen no evidence because all we've seen them do is work, work together, together, is now making out. With his former coworker on set, <laughs> on set, and because the font and the positioning is the same for betrayal as it was for the names, it makes it look like Laura's same. name is betrayal. <laughs> <laughs> then we discover that Marvin has been stalking her for a full year, wearing the same outfit. Uh huh. Because he's dead. Because uh-huh. he's dead. I was. Like, he's an angel. He's a. What were they called in Charmed? A white lighter. White lighter. Yes. Yeah. Which is when he discovers. This is so offensive and also it's, this is so, terrible. so stupid. It's, it's so much. It's bad. It's terrible. It's awful. It's worse than it's on Jordan. Yes. But it's also so stupid because they place <laughs> a bruise on her temple. Why there? That Marvin discovers by once again holding her face in a very normal way. <laughs> and then we get some drone footage that is so shaky that it's just like, as it lifts off into the air as they choose each other but not not yet we don't know the choice yet because who will she 
choose. Hopefully they're not one, the back. dead guy or the one that gave her the bruise, maybe. Because we, we also, the fight that occurred, I don't know how this bruise occurred. Look, there comes a time in every woman's life where she has to choose between linen drawstring and vest no shirt. Mm, absolutely. And then if you pause, and I accidentally did this, write a note. <laughs> if you pause... Right when they cut back to the audience watching these on screens, they didn't chroma key it correctly, and these weren't actually playing during the show. That's not the only time this happens this episode. Yeah. So I also think that on top of all of this, I don't think the audience saw this film. You know what? Good. I'm grateful. I mean, yeah, but also really <laughs> confusing for the, for the, the thing that happens later. The are going to get out of context. <laughs> Which just looks like Corey being abused for no reason now if you don't know what was supposed to come before. It was so much more fun to have 50-foot Tyra looking at little Tyrus. We didn't talk about it, but Tyra does a full costume change. Into a very bad dress. Into a very ugly dress. At least it's a finale-ish dress, though. Yeah, but it's like funeral why show her? Why show her (laughs) scuttle to her seat? (laughs) She did. She was like, eep, beep, 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 (laughs) beep. She was like, is the movie good? <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, I sorry. need to refill my coke. <laughs> yeah, she comes back with popcorn. Like, is the, <laughs> I'm ready for the movie. This That implies that their behavior would be appropriate for a movie theater. And instead, both Tyra and Kelly act like all of these contestants are their children in a school play. Mm-hmm. This is the most screaming, and the least, and Kelly of all people is the least professional because Tyra's always kind of done this. Miss mm-hmm. J's done this. I get it. It's fun. It's your show. Whatever. Kelly can't stop talking. No, she got some drugs in Bali. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Jordan, it seems like didn't understand the story either. But I love it. Just walk that fucking dress. She knows what yes. she's wearing. Oh, of course. And she, I'll give it up for her. This is a great runway walk. She finally did it. She finally She did got it. there. Because and part Renee of me wonders there. if she was saving it for the finale. Maybe. If she was overconfident in a regular runway walk that thought was going to get her go and was strategically saving this. Maybe. I also think that Jordan's at this place, especially with Corey eliminated. I think she's like, this is mine to lose. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's time to give it absolutely everything that's in the tank, Jordan. At at one point, she says, if Marvin wins, I don't know what I would do. And I was like, yeah. Speaking for the audience. (laughs) Then Marvin shows emotion because he put his hand to his heart. Okay. It was so odd. So much more emotion than everyone else. Laura might be better on screen, but the head movements of her walk are wild. Laura decided to create a signature walk. But this time she seemed like she was having fun. Yeah, <laughs> her signature walk was wiggly head. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think wiggly she, legs, I, Katie. Wiggly yeah. head, Laura. <laughs> I. You think she was still playing betrayal? <laughs> exactly. I'm betrayal. <laughs> she was giving that eyebrow to the whole audience. <laughs> I also think that Laura's like, this is the last time I have to be on America's Next Top Model. <laughs> That's the wobbly head of a woman who's fulfilled her contractual obligations. <laughs> I had to be on twice the episodes that most winners have to be on. (laughs) I have spent so much time with Rob Evans. Kanani looks fucking gorgeous on this runway, though. So do Don and Renee. 
Renee is basically the finale walker of this runway uh-huh. show. I wrote they fully gave Renee the finale dress. Yeah. And then we talked about it, but Kelly is literally waving to Marvin like she's at fan. It's ridiculous. It's so obvious who Kelly's in the bag for. Oh, my God. I do want to give it up for consistency because Mike still can't walk. No. And Nina's face on the runway is still insane. Insane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Jordan does a little tippy-tippy-tumble. Little trippy trip. Barely. Barely. I was going to say, like, barely. And Marvin's going to... So professional, once again. And Marvin's going to Marvin. He basically said, I hope she smacks her face on that runway. He acts like he stole this runway show from Jordan. Where, first of all, did you see the difference between your outfits? Mm -hmm. And second of all, Jordan at one point tried to make us think that Marvin ever had a strong walk, which was never part of the storyline. He didn't book anything. No. No, he did not. I also think that... It's interesting because we've seen Marvin be pretty delusional about relationship stuff. Mm-hmm. We have I haven't felt like Marvin's ever been that delusional about his modeling ability and what the end product is. But this episode, he seems to think he is just it when it comes to runway. Yeah. Yes. Why? And then we have what feels like it must have been a 20-minute break. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Where everyone gets changed at the same time. This felt like a full stop down. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing that they are putting, it's gorgeous. Oh, but the this thing is probably putting, my favorite finale runway look that's ever yeah, been on Tom Model. It's definitely top three for me. But the it like they can do this quickly because Jordan no. is in so such a heavy, intricate, special outfit. Fully corseted. Could you imagine Corey in this outfit? <gasps> oh, amazing. Let him live. Because instead of getting to wear that outfit, he continues to be haunted by Rob Evans during his finale runway show. What the fuck? This is so weird. Why? So Why? They, decide, they decide, y'all, as if it's a choose-your-own-adventure and the audience <laughs> is going to get to pick, that they're going to finish the story, which... They haven't seen. Yeah. So, Corey walks out with Rob beside of him, taking pictures to the side... But so close. Yeah. No, it's impossible. You would get nothing from this. It also didn't seem like they rehearsed any of what's <gasps> going to happen. I was really hoping that Corey would be like, I got nothing to lose. Push him off the runway. Uh, could <laughs> you? I'm at, right into that pool. And then Jordan and Marvin join Corey at the end of the runway. And there's the fakest little argument fight Ooh. between Marvin and Corey. And then what Jordan's supposed to do grab the camera for Rob, who is still there. A fourth finalist. And then push Corey down. Finalist is that Kangle hat. (laughs) Push Corey down and take photos of, quote, his humiliated face. And then she smacks one on Marvin, and Marvin thinks he holds it together, but he fully looks shocked. Oh, yeah. He looks like in a cartoon when someone gets kissed by someone who is wearing Novocaine lipstick. Yes. (laughs) He's like, and I'll, oh. I'll say this. I'm of two minds about this because they say, both of them say that they practiced a cheek kiss. And so this was a kiss they had not practiced. So I don't ever like that. I don't think that's Mm-mm. professional. I think that it's was not. gameplay on Jordan's part. But I love part. Marvin getting a taste of his own medicine. That's the thing. I can't but, be mad about it. But it's like Marvin's done that. So it's like, well. And because I said it before. Not that revenge is good. I want to yeah, be clear yeah. what I'm saying, y'all. Now it's okay for Jordan to stomp and be fierce Mm -hmm. when it wasn't 
for Renee. Well, you know, Renee got a contract with whoever this was because they gave her the finale dress. <laughs> and then for the finale walk, you know, all the models walk, they are told they have to do X. Two oh well, just for the three finalists because there were three finalists in this runway show. Sorry, right. sorry, show. Yeah, Corey has a great walk. Looks terrific in the clothes. Yeah. Marvin looks very stiff to me. So dead faced. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, it's the fact that he keeps trying to have little acting moments that are really taking you out of what it is. Mm-hmm. It's just not suited, and I'm sure that they were directed to do that. But even still, I'm just like, these aren't working. Because Jordan doesn't do any of that. And then once again, give it up. Give it up for Jordan and her cape work and her living her best life. When she walks out and goes, Mm -hmm. with both arms, I gasp. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then this is where we get our looking off the mountain moment for some reason after the runway show. Well, right before we get there. Well, no, 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 no. Lex, 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 Lex. Before we get there. We got to get to the moral. The the moral of the film. For every woman. Everywhere there is hope. <laughs> hope. Death for my brain. This part of this episode. <laughs> and Laura James's face when they say that. This is how I know they didn't see the film because Laura's like, you see this, her crack and be like, what? And they cut away immediately. And it's my, and that's the last we'll ever see of Laura. You know what, Laura? I liked you better in no, second we 20. Get, we get one more great moment of Laura because they do all have to walk out doing... Oh, yeah, yeah. X2O. X2O. And then they're backstage, and this was my backup quote, because Laura says to the two finalists, good luck, you're done. It's exciting. <laughs> it's the best I've ever felt is being done with Top Model. <laughs> I wish Laura had come out and tried to do 19. <laughs> Like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and someone, someone, I think it's it. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay style. I X X. And then Kelly shouts, "Get it, Cambridge" or something. I'm like, yes, "Oh right, yes. college." Sure does. <laughs> I was only That's able to find stupid. the lyrics to one of the songs. Mm. Ooh, it's been a while since we've gotten to talk yeah. about some lyrics. Though the other two songs had a writing credit from the same person. No DNC. No DNC. No. Oh, Instead, we get Craft Work by Leon Rockmore. And I chose some choice lyrics. Love it. That's weird because Craft Work is a band. I know. That's a strange choice for them. <laughs> I know. The DNC is also a very popular government institution, but. <laughs> mm. What a world. All right. <laughs> Yeah, yo, hello, how you doing? I'm a loony bin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. King Kong kicking in the building, killing rap nerds. Why? Why are they killing him? <laughs> I'm a monster that hides when he writes rhymes, gobbling you power pellet fries like it's bite size. Power pellet fry? Uh, and if you didn't know who sang it, he screams his name like five times in the... I mean, oh. that's great. Helpful, <laughs> yeah. Leon Rockmore! The two of you do that in your cabaret show. I, I always think it's weird how in the middle you're I like, just do 20 minutes of me yelling my own name. That's every show I'm in. That's just branding. <laughs> it was wild when you did it in Little Women, but I love halfway through you're like, Hannah Jane Ginsburg, and then you just died as Beth. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> was she the one who died? Yes, yeah. you got I'm it. I'm so proud of myself. Nailed it. When we're back at the house, we are going to throw in our looking off the mountain moment. Except they need to get one last uh, spot in for the spa, so they're just pensively looking at water features. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we get a 
secret Tyra photo shoot. At least the wig is better. I yes. said she saved her one normal hairstyle for this photo mm-hmm. shoot. And the outfit was fine. Was fine. Yeah. But then she says that she is shooting her first professional Flixel. Love oh, honey, it's a Flixel. When Marvin, honestly, the best thing Marvin did this, does this episode is, is it normal or a Flixel? Oh, honey, it's a Flixel. That's when he lost right there. Oh, yeah. No, that was the moment. The it's oh, yeah. honey. That oh, honey was mm-hmm. pointed. They put a crooked X on Marvin's chest. Tyra still drawing bad X's on both contestants. But then... When she finishes what she's drawing on Marvin and she asks Jordan, hey, Jordan, can you tell what this is? And Jordan glibly looks at that chest and goes, cycle 20. <laughs> I felt like Marvin was back in the game after yeah. that. <laughs> also, the, the X's that Jordan gets are so much like better. Bolder. And, but mm-hmm. also like more graphic and fashion. <laughs> yeah. They looked more purposeful. He gets yes. like a weird squiggly X scar. Like he's been like vivisected. Yes. I also love, love, love Jordan saying <laughs> that getting her makeup done by Tyra is at a once in a lifetime experience when Tyra has been doing it all cycle. <laughs> it's so perfect. Maybe that's why Jordan disliked Renee. Because Renee always got Tyra doing her makeup. Oh, and Jordan's yeah. like, I want it. And then we see how badly Marvin has tanned while in Bali. <sighs> yeah. Because as after he asks permission from the banyan tree. Mm-hmm. Which I appreciated seem respectful. Yes, it did. And, yeah. and the banyan tree is actually incredibly... Uh, yeah, there's I a lot a of history throughout a lot of Asian. And also countries. in these photos, does a way better job modeling than the final two. Yeah. <laughs> also, obviously right now, there's a big, if you type in Banyan Tree, you're going to find a lot about uh, Lahaina in Maui. Sure. Because that mm, Banyan sure. Tree spanned two acres. Oh, wow. My That's goodness. incredible. Right? My God. Yeah, if you're, if you don't think climate change is re- not real, look at what's happening. So, other side of climate change. He needed to tan his thighs oh. because his mm. underwear and where he, what they put him in were different lengths and his thighs were pasty next to that fresh tan. And he continues to be both pasty and delusional mm. when he says that he and Jordan got the same score at the last two panels. Fully not. What are you talking about? Tyra doesn't take these photos. She's just directing them because mm-hmm. she, I don't think, can uh, understands how to do with the Flixel. Yeah, I don't think she knows how to Flixel, which is so mm-hmm. funny since we know it's basically her company. It's also, that's why this photo shoot goes quickly. Yep. Oh, yeah. She's not fussing around with lighting she doesn't understand. This does make Jordan seem super professional and easy to work with. It sure does. It fully feels like even without what we were just joking around about Tyra not taking the photo, that Jordan gets up there, nails it, gives you several options, and then it's like, Mm -hmm. and we're done. Mm -hmm. And then we get an exchange between our final two. This lack of chemistry. (laughs) And we talked, we did, we talked about this on the last episode. These two people... Both hate each other and don't care about each other. <laughs> it's honestly kind of fascinating. I n- I don't know if I've ever seen two pe- two people interact like this. It's like they've never interacted before. While shaking hands, Marvin goes, "Whoever wins wins," and Jordan reply, and Jordan replies, "I know." <laughs> like they are so indifferent to each other that they're 
less human. And Marvin says, like, it's a 50-50% chance. And and Jordan just goes, hmm, hmm, not it's really. Like, you know how we had a lot of discussions when people were starting to interact more in person post-pandemic? Mm-hmm. This was like, this was their first interaction. Yes. They were like, I am person. Me as well. I am person also. <laughs> 50-50? Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the handshake is so weird. <laughs> when you've spent what? this much time together and you give a awkward, limp handshake. It's like, look, we both loved Renee. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I just think back to all of our final twos, like, oh man, Nicole and Laura. Oh, what a heartfelt final two. Honestly, um, Sophie and Laura. <laughs> just Laura's, Every I Laura. guess. Laura's. <laughs> just like there, there's usually a relationship between the two of Even them. Even if it's because been contentious. We yeah, did it. But, We're here. And they also usually feel like they've earned some respect for their fellow competitor. And I just don't think it's there for either. I don't think so either. I think in both of their minds, there is no way that the other person wins. Yes, I agree. And so they're both acting like this is so awkward to be talking to the loser. (laughs) (laughs) Is this sad for you? (laughs) Oh, poor you. Oh, poor you. Oh, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When we head to panel, we get an ADR that is not true. Back in your final runway looks. You're not. They, they never wore these outfits. I would have loved if poor Jordan had to be in that heavy metal cape, though. It's just like, <laughs> why? <laughs> I don't even recognize the little young girl from Bend, Oregon, and the young boy from the Bronx, New York. You sure are full-fledged adults now, I guess. <laughs> I just don't like referring to them as little girl and little boy. Little young. Little this, young girl. This feels like Tyra Show Tyra. She does this in a lot of cycles where she was like, you were a stupid baby when you came on Top Model. And oh, now no, you're an you. adult and human. this wig is wigging. The fact that she has bumpets on the bottom. I came around to like it because it was so crazy. The bumpets on the bottom? She had, I was she just had, like, you know what? It is a full look. We call those bumpets. <laughs> <laughs> you, Jordan, played a victim. Sorry, before this this language is just so offensive that I'm I can't get over it. Please continue. Ooh, okay, you, Jordan, played a victim, and you, Marvin, played a person who had your love pulled away from you from this really dark person. Yikes! Oh, we didn't want to check that. We didn't want a a rewrite on any of that. It takes away energy from both of them and Corey. Yeah, exactly. Woman, you have no agency. Man, are you okay? I swear I thought 
because my brain had melted and the, the language had all been so bad, I thought Tyra was going to say, Jordan, you played a victim. And Marvin, you played the boyfriend of a victim. <laughs> and you're like, that would have been better. Yeah, honestly. Saying that sentence to Jordan, knowing everything you know about her. I honestly am impressed that Jordan always seems to be holding it together because I think I would have lost my mind. Mm -hmm. Kelly says to Marvin... I remember when I first saw you and you were the son of a janitor. <laughs> Number one, that is wrong. He's still the son of a janitor. Did his dad get fired? Did Kelly fire his father? Yes. <laughs> Kelly's like, During I bought the building. During that dispute with the neighbors. Yeah, she's like, I bought the building and I fired Marvin's dad. And I set you free from being the son of a janitor. And I'm so proud of both of us. It's so weird the word janitor doesn't sound like a word anymore. <laughs> well, then to make the first statement more offensive, Tyra tells us where we ended up at the end of the movie. Uh -huh. Jordan's character was playing the victor, and you were playing the guy who finally got your girl back from the bad man. From the bad man. <laughs> Because that's the real hero, the guy who gets his girl back. She was yours. And you got her back from the bad man. She was yours the whole time. Because she's a woman and you are man. <laughs> Rob said of Marvin, the little girlies were going crazy sitting next to me. And then Tyra says they were little girls. <laughs> Rob did not watch this runway show. <laughs> no. Rob was too busy getting ready to be in the runway part of this show. Runway show. He was just like, what did I see? What was um girls? There were girls who looked at you, Marvin. <laughs> and I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kelly, Kelly says of Jordan, you are the autumnal queen of uh -huh. effervescence, eternal divine sun. W how My are you this new high? bathroom affirmation. <laughs> <laughs> Just in Every time for October. single day. <laughs> I tell myself I'm the autumnal queen of effervescence, eternal Every divine sun. Every single Every day. Every single day. What's and my secret? I sleep with a nightlight. <laughs> Look, when you're the eternal divine sun, the dark is scary. <laughs> And now we're going to review some of your most memorable flicks. <laughs> Do y'all ever wonder that this that this show is making us dumber? No, I actually think this show is making us smarter and more I empathetic. Do. Yeah. Okay. It's, now, do I think this is one of the dumbest shows we've ever seen? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Now, I just sometimes worry that because we hold so many references in our heads, not only now of the show and our podcast, <laughs> that my head's like, I used to know so much math. <laughs> JW, I divorced my he's meal. <laughs> oh, no, it's Kyle Shoulderbird. Flap, 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 flap. Like, he's, he's just blind. Like... Yeah, what, I will say, when your brain supplies, yeah, because all birds are blind, you do worry about yourself a <laughs> yeah, little. <laughs> I'm not saying we shouldn't take care and mm -hmm. worry a little bit, have a little bit of outside perspective. I'll just, I just need to read some books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> read some books. Libby's great for books. <laughs> so we get four, we get five, no, we get six photo shoots. 
Oh, I'm leaving oh. it in. <laughs> I think you should because it was so sweet. It we was just talked about Count Von Count the other day. <laughs> also, I will. The one thing, even though not much comes from it necessarily, is we haven't had a good review yes. in front of the mm-hmm. contestants of the work. And then a private panel afterwards, it was kind of a nice return to form. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The first one we see is nail art. And Brian Boy reveals, and this is accurate. I looked it up. That both Marvin and Jordan had their highest social media scores for the nail shoot. Fascinating. Right? I think people just like the nail shoot. Yeah. Yeah. I think I prefer Marvin's over Jordan's. I think I do too. This was my least favorite of Jordan's, honestly. Yeah. I mean, well, no, the animal one was, but you know sure. what I mean. It's, mm. it's the not real ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your <laughs> least ones... favorite that had the potential to be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then the paint shoot living art and then mm. i love that jordan deftly points out that she's like i was always sunrise smiles <laughs> so no, she, she said i'm always my sunrise she uh-huh. still doesn't get it correct she didn't know the name close still enough smart. when rob says that this photo of marvin is good oh. and tyra disagrees rightfully but then she tries to say that his face is still good mm. marvin's is one of the worst then we get fields of fashion. These are both bad. Why show them? Why? Why pick this shoot? But of the two, you pick Jordan's. Oh, for sure. Sure. But they're bo- both, we canonically dislike yeah. both of them. Mm-hmm. And there's the so many better don't. photos. The judges don't say nice things <laughs> yeah. about Why them. are we looking at these? <laughs> then we get the rice patty shot, which I think Marvin's is actually better than Jordan's. I agree. But I love that before he leaves this show, Rob has one victory that that basically was convincing Tyra that sometimes models need to belong in their surroundings. We get a sepia flashback. Tension between the two of them for the rest of this episode is thick. So uncomfortable. Then we get Jordan pretending that she doesn't know why Brian Boy is here, which Uh is gorgeous. Uh Oh my God. Jordan, this is not one of your best scores. Oh, for social media? (gasps) little angels started playing when i heard her say that tyra says to marvin that he looks like everybody's brother which is the new racially ambiguous i'm sorry free of context the sentence (laughs) the caucasian audience can look at you and feel something (laughs) it's one of my favorite things that's ever happened on the show (laughs) finally something for us (laughs) Then the Tyra shoot, where we get the theme. Now we get the theme, which is one with nature, with the sacred sacred banyan tree, and repping double X2O. Why add it in there? Just do banyan tree. These are both bad photos. I think they're both bad photos. I'm sure Jordan had better ones. Jordan looks, her arms look deformed in this I photo. just don't understand why they made her pose like this, though. She because... looks like she was just woken up from a cryogenic sleep. Yes. <laughs> the lingerie is not flattering. The arms are bizarre i am impressed in a weird way that she can hold her body in this position sure we know she's not athletic and then kelly says a sentence this is how does kelly not hear this (laughs) this photo for me is a jordan flag and it's flying super high and it's white and it's glorious and it's powerful you just said white power You just said white power. And even if you divorce it from that context, because she did say white power, (laughs) 
if you were waving any kind of flag, you don't want it to be white, because that means you've surrendered. <laughs> and also, two more things. <laughs> Yet two more things. One, captions crunch this from it's flying super high to it's flying super hot. hot. It really did. <laughs> and then also, Jordan is a country, so there is a, a flag. flag of Jordan. <laughs> Is it the white power flag, JW? It is not. I just just can't get over the fact this is the... If you ever want to try to explain why Kelly is bad (laughs) as a judge, this is the sentence. Because everything about this is wrong. And the more you look into it, the more wrong it is. Yeah. Yeah, there are so many different ways for it to be wrong. And none of them are like even fun ways that it's wrong. No! I mean, me realizing that Jordan's also sure. a country, so there is a Jordan flag. <laughs> that was fun for me. I, then the tension for this couple that's broken up between Tyra and Rob. Woo! When oh Rob compliments the photograph, like you're supposed to do, As to, to the main pretending that this photo of Marvin is a good photo. He looks like he shrank. Like he's like... Yeah, he looks like yes. he's looking up at the ant that is now yep, bigger than exactly. him. Exactly. This is very honey. I shrunk the kids. I can jump that high. <laughs> it's not even well framed. No, it sucks. And then Kelly says this is very La Chapelle y, which it is n- no way. But yes, they but break But getting up. back to Tyra and Rob, Rob compliments. And then Tyra's like, oh, compliment. Well, I'm waiting for the backhanded compliment. Ugh. Is it is coming? Is it coming? And Rob's like, no. What happened between the two of them? Oh boy. I gotta know. Then Kelly says to Marvin, mm-hmm. it takes a lot to be able to do something like this for <laughs> a shot in which he is standing in his underwear looking up. And that's it. <laughs> to be fair, he hasn't looked up in a photo. <laughs> I was about to say, it is kind of a different face for him. Also, there's something very... They added shadows around his crotch to have nothing there i also love the tire like rob compliments his body and uh-huh. the tire's like oh it's not actually that it's good it's makeup actually you don't have to be fit rob we can all cheat a little except for you don <laughs> rob have you ever heard of cheaties <laughs> and then what's her fucking face he's always in my fucking ads that comes was, in that was it rob insulted peanut butter on a waffle and the relationship <laughs> uh, was done <laughs> that makes sense so we had to private panel. Oh, you know what we haven't but gotten to do in a while. Tyra lets them know that they're going to talk about them as models and as human beings. Weird. But you know what we haven't done in a while? Private <gasps> panel! Mm. Since when has Brian Boy gotten demographics on fans? I love him saying Marvin has a strong gay fan base to, <laughs> to no reaction. To no reaction from anyone. Everyone's like, okay. And then Rob, proving that he doesn't know how anything works, says that he could see Marvin working purely just because he wants it. What? It's not how anything works. And also Jordan also wants it. it. So much. Kelly says the term rebel rouser. (laughs) Yeah. She says Jordan's not one to rouse the rebels. (laughs) It's a rabble rouser. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, that's why even captions put rebel Quotes. in quotations. <laughs> <laughs> then Rob tells a little story. Uh. I know beautiful model chicks who I'm personally thinking, why aren't you working more until I spend time with them? 
Is that just a story to let Retiro know that he's fucking again? It seems like it. <laughs> but then, how much do we believe? Not at all. In all seriousness. Zero. Zero. This quiet, boring, dull Tyra story where Tyra's like, I was also dull. I was, I was also boring. I think she was sexy babying all over those uh, sets. Uh, <laughs> there is no way that Tyra's like, okay, I'm going to take a picture. Hmm. Fierce, 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 fierce. Okay, am I done? Not once has Tyra ever done that. That's yeah, I thought why. she was doing Heidi's makeup. Uh-huh. Oh, Tyra. Oh, you do my eyes so well. <laughs> I don't believe nice, nice, polite Tyra would be canceled from a show 15 minutes before. Lex, I think it's so funny how purposely bad of a impression of Heidi Klum that was, but how accurate of an impression it was of Tyra's impression of Heidi Klum. What a layer you created for yourself. because I can actually do that dialect, (laughs) that accent, (laughs) but I decided to make it the Tyra version of Heidi. Yeah. Tyra asks if Jordan looks specific enough because Rob Evans has a face that you know is his. But she's not sure if Jordan's face is her face. And then why on earth did we show this cum shot of Rob? We've seen and this I know cum I'm shot being before. gross, but that's no, what we this have. is. We have that's it what is this a cum is. shot. It's fully. It's gross. It's, it's so weird. disgusting. I bet Rob, I bet this was Tyra's last revenge. I bet Rob <sighs> watched this episode and he's like, that one. <laughs> now, Kelly, it has nothing to do with personality, even though she said that it has all to do with pe- personality, and that's why you book Marvin. I hate it every time they talk about the nylon photos like they're a factor when we never see the nylon We've photos. never seen them. Just sepia tone footage of the photos being taken. At least we see here Tyra being so anti-Jordan. Tyra hates that she has to give this to Jordan. And she asks the question with seeming sincerity, do we think that the catwalk crew represents social media? And everyone says... Uh-huh. You knew Brian Boy wasn't prepared for that. He was like, sure. No. <laughs> <laughs> because no, it doesn't. Because the catwalk crew has gotten to know them. Social media sees pictures. pictures. And Jordan has one of had one of the most consistently high social media scores all cycle. Also, if you wanted the catwalk crew to mean anything, Corey would have won the cycle. Uh-huh. <laughs> A little bit inconvenient. <laughs> Kelly uses the word Darshan which I had to look up because I'd never heard that word before. Mm-mm. Me neither. Neither I. It means an opportunity or occasion of seeing a holy person or the image of a deity. Huh. Talking about Jordan saying the Darshan, the blessing for the yellow brick road. She's just saying what? words. words. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like that, uh, that E, like just hit. Like two minutes before. Mm. Uh-huh. Y'all, I have to share something. We're past it, and I apologize that I'm going to rewind. But um, <laughs> when Hannah said an inconvenient truth, my brain, and this is why I'm worried. I did not say truth. I didn't She's, say no. truth. What'd you you said that in. I What'd just said say? that was inconvenient. inconvenient. Great. So I added it in my head because that's how I know that word to be used. And then I, mm-hmm. in my head, I go, an inconvenient tooch. <laughs> you are broken. No I know. We are broken. You know there's no such thing. <laughs> But for men, it's an inconvenient booch. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) That was Corey. He had an inconvenient booch. (laughs) And if you're hanging, it's an up-convenient booch. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I hate us. I hate everything. 
y'all, do we know a second language? <laughs> yes, can we put Tyrese on? Also, I'll go back, rewind even further. It, it said, speaking <laughs> Balinese, when the language is Indonesian. <laughs> she also at one point just said the name of the place like it was a sentence. <laughs> I hate this show. I hate it. But I love it. I love doing this podcast. And then Tyra says a sentence that could apply to us right now. We're nervous, aren't we? <laughs> and Jordan's like, no. What did they do to these two contestants to get them to agree to hold hands? Hold on. We need to say before that. Sticky glue. Brian Boy says a really disgusting comment about Jordan. Ugh. Not necessarily... About Jordan, but uh, a really loaded, coded comment that people in other countries like the Philippines aspire to Jordan. Oh, and that's I, why yeah. she should win. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I really found that icky. And I hate when that is put on Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's not something Jordan has ever yeah, told you gotta, said. Yeah, you gotta I give that to her. She has never tried to say that she was aspirational. No, but she did say that she never seen a black person. But yeah, you're right. No, but she never she never has said anything no. like that. So to put that on her is so odd. Jordan just aspires to be a model. Yes. She has said it in the context of leaving abusive situations, yes. which I think is fair. She gets to say that. Yeah. But it's just really gross to be like, and this white blonde woman yep. is aspirational. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In that context. It's got the same gross veneer of when a movie starring certain celebrities is going to do well in other mm -hmm. markets. Mm -hmm. And it's almost always race-based, seemingly. Yeah. Then Tyra reveals that we're going to get actual cycle scores from each of the judges, apparently. Final body of work scores, as they We're also going to be getting fan scores, even though she said that we weren't, because they just reused the fan scores from the guest photo shoot. Why would you not just average the cycle fan scores? Because these are not real scores. The scores we see are the exact same scores we saw earlier. Yeah. yeah. Hannah just said that. Absolutely. Like mm -hmm. it's, but, but it's also because if we had averaged Jordan who had gotten nines and eights. And five best call outs. <laughs> yeah. Also, so I did some digging. Because fans were like, that's not right. Then they said, in an article released by Reality TV World, it was revealed that there had been a glitch with the final scores during post-production and that the judges' scores for the finale were 27 for Jordan and 25 for Marvin. The CW acknowledged the finale contained inaccurate scoring graphics after being contacted about the discrepancy. During an exclusive statement, a representative of the network was quoted as saying there was a technical error with the on-air graphics that occurred during post-production of the finale. However, as you can see in the photo, it didn't change the outcome. And then at one point, you see that the screen has a chroma key green screen on it. Sure does. I guess that's where that's why there's that long silence and Tyra has to tell Jordan she's the winner because yeah. there was nothing to see. Yeah. That is so weird though lex where did you find that which part this like statement i suppose oh that was on reality tv world wow. reality tv world sure has gotten some scoops yeah mm, it's got the receipts why can this post-production team in the second half of this cycle not get their shit together don't know oh, guys one of my favorite things i'll always remember is when <laughs> all the score scores 32 were 7. Oh, yeah. i loved it it's 
Is this the first we've we've had some inside the show jank? I mm -hmm. think this is the first post jank we've yeah. had. Well, and also just to call it a glitch. What? What, are you what glitched? About? Also, it's post production, so you could have. This could all have been fixed. The scores were just too fierce. <laughs> we couldn't <laughs> handle it. But then they're like, we assure you, Jordan was the winner. Which, like, fine. Marvin gives a prepared statement uh, on losing. Mm -hmm. And then as he walks forward to hug Tyra, claps for himself, <laughs> and no one joins in. No. Nope. Literally, no one seems enthused this entire time. And then Tyra says, a man needs to catch up to the little boy inside. Oh, so now you're Gianna, Tyra? <laughs> All this language about boy, man, girl, woman, adult, mm. kid. It's just so weird. And Tyra's done this before. She's just now got guys. <laughs> yeah. When they tell Jordan she wins, everyone very limply claps. Because she takes a higher percentage of good photos than Tyra can. I mean, that's one hell of a compliment. Yeah. Well, and then when we see the photo of the two of them together. I mean. Uh, Jordan eats Tyra right up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I looked for crumbs, but it felt like there were no crumbs to be found. <laughs> <laughs> Tyra admits straight to Jordan's face. I wanted Corey to win. I wanted a man to win. Mm-hmm. I, I, I appreciate the I appreciate honesty. It. I yeah. appreciate it. <laughs> then Laura pops out and is like, I told you. <laughs> 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 we get backstage. Rob gives cash Why wrapped Rob? in chintzy <laughs> orange sunrise smize ribbon to Chris and mm. Mike. And then Chris says to Mike, bet you're glad we're best friends, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and Mike's like, it wasn't worth it. <laughs> and then in that Tyra photo with Jordan, it looks like she's trying to push Jordan yep. out of the photo. Whoop. And Kelly says that Brian Boy would have thrown things if Jordan had not won. Well, he's the only one that seems excited that Jordan won. Which I appreciate because Jordan deserved the win at this she point. Did. At this point, sure. Yeah. yeah. And then we have a fade out collage that is also messed up it because is. it still includes Corey. Uh huh. He gets faded. Marvin gets faded out, and then they don't put America's Next Top Model next to Jordan <laughs> they like they've done every they other do cycle. Mm -hmm. All right, we've got some updates. <laughs> and Corey, let me say something. Corey, this is, if you ever listen to this, this is your pal JW, big fan. <laughs> you did something so nice for me. So nice for us, so nice for the listeners, because Corey, on his official website, Corey Wade, his name CoreyWaiteOfficial.com has a less than two minute video that I'm going to share and play that literally summarizes his time on Top Model and then speaks to what he's doing now. That's amazing. What a dream. Keep producing yourself, Corey. <laughs> yeah, right. Here we go, everyone. This is again from CoreyWaiteOfficial.com and this is the video you get right when you pull it up. Hello, my name is Corey Wade, and I don't have a preferred gender pronoun, meaning you can refer to me as he, she, they, or really whatever you like, as long as it isn't meant to be offensive, of course. I am a model, a musician, a public speaker, a sex educator, an activist, and a Virgo who is most well known for appearing on America's Next Top Model. I was on the first cycle of the show to feature both male and female competitors, and then I was lucky enough to get to reappear as a guest host in multiple episodes of the following season. I was on ANTM in 2013, and at that time, we really didn't have the language we now have to articulate queer experiences in a comprehensive way. 
On the show, I received a level of criticism about the fluid expression of my gender and my queerness that actually woke the activist in me and inspired me to not only want to share my story, but also to educate those who may be missing the mark on what it really means to be queer and to teach people about all of the great vocabulary we now have to finally be able to talk with one another about gender and sexuality accurately and coherently. I've been doing this for quite some time now through the college agency. And for all of the jobs I've ever had, this work has been the most rewarding and enriching experience I've ever known. Beyond the knowledge I aim to impart about queer identities and LGBTQIA plus experiences, the sessions I conduct always end up delving into a deeper conversation about human understanding and practical empathy, which is what I think we need a whole lot more of in our world today. I have had empowering conversations with kids all across America, at colleges and universities and places like North Carolina, Kentucky, South Dakota, Wisconsin, Maryland, Pennsylvania, New York, of course, Texas, Florida, and many more. And I can't wait to visit you at your school. <laughs> that was great. What, what a lovely gem. human being. What a gem they of a person. Really fucked up by not allowing Corey to win top model. Oh and still stays winning. So that was a lot of what it is, but I'll, a couple of things not mentioned. Again, he, she, or they, any pronouns. Corey is Corey Wade official on IG, musician, educator, activist, Virgo, um, still list ANTM alum, and is a big part of the Fluid Project, spelled P-H-L-U-I-D, mm -hmm. which is gender-free fashion, community activism, and education. I went to one of their events one time and didn't oh, realize nice. that Corey was involved. Did a lot of music, actually. Another musician from this cast in oh, February Dawn. 2015. Well, he did say he didn't want to go back to wedding singing. Wedding so. singing, that's true. It's true. He released his first single, I'm Sorry, and followed it with Carpe Diem the same year. In 2017, got acquainted with pop producer Alan Glass and produced his first full album, Unify, which included a single, There For You. And then Unify was released on Spotify, so you can check that out. And in October 2020, alongside Rena, he released Dreaming on the Dance Floor. And I listened to some, very pop, very fun, pretty yep. upbeat, good voice. And he is getting married soon. About Aww. eight weeks ago, as of the time of this recording, he posted about his soon-to-be husband, and they are quite lovely together. He's very active on social media, lots of followers in the hundreds of thousands, and that's Corey Wade, W-A-D-E, official. And thank you again, Corey. What a, could everyone do a little summary Please. video for J.W. Mm -hmm. Caramba? <laughs> <laughs> then we got to talk about Marvin Cortez, Marvin Cortez 1, uh, spelled C-O-R-T-E-S, the Instagram bio reads God first, prayer hands, runner up on ANTM Cycle 20. And two of his three pinned posts are ANTM related, including a group photo of Jordan, Tyra, and him. Hmm. He's been in the Fashionisto, August Man Malaysia, Bell NYC, Elements, Desnudo, Adon, prosed, posed with Brooke Candy for a cover and spread of Galore magazine. He also modeled for New York Speed, DF. YNT Clothing, Laura Eyewear, Nova Stars, love that. <laughs> Sears Catalog, David Hartman's Wear, and Mondo Guerra from um, ah. Project Runway. Oh, yeah. He wrote and released a modeling advice book called Don't Waste Your Looks on Likes, How to Break Out and Become You. And it does he have wrote a, a modeling book? This is a book writing group, apparently. Mm. And this book, it does have an interesting, still available, 
They're not on Amazon. I had to get on, I had to see it on Google Reads, but um, it's about understanding how technology can help you become whatever you want to be. It's, it's got an interesting spin to it. And apparently he consulted a lot of places when technology, he got very big into how technology can help you as a model and an ambassador and all those kind of things. And then in 2021, he founded a cosmetics brand called Beauty by Marvin and released a line of under eye mask and they were active until the end of that year and I found the Amazon page but the masks aren't currently available in personal life stuff Marnay broke up since the show and said sure. that they were just prioritizing work over the relationship and then in 2021 specifically August 2021 he came out as bisexual in an Instagram video that's about 11 minutes long and I think Hannah you alluded to that mm-hmm. earlier in the cycle just reading a quick quote from it against 11 minutes long it's still there if you want to watch it yourself i want to let you know that i'm coming out as openly bisexual i've been in love with both men and women i've been proud to be part of the gay community in my personal life and i just want to share it now publicly online i've never been happier and i look forward to living more of an authentic life and sharing that with you and he did share in that video he spoke on the struggle between this and what he i think termed the traditional hispanic family values and this, so that was part of it as well. He has an OnlyFans. Oh. And there was some articles on that. And some here's a quote about that. Part of the reason I wanted to create an OnlyFans page was the increasing amount of censorship on social media. The restrictions being placed on creators and photographers is bordering on censorship. I want to be able to shoot and share all of my photos and videos without having to worry about being thrown off of a platform. Modeling has made me comfortable with my body. I don't have any qualms with disrobing. I also love engaging with fans online. It's a personal connection that I strongly believe is harmless and even healthy. Still active. And uh, one fun math thing is if you do call-out order, which I know is a little different in these social media cycles, right. but if you do the call-out order averages, um, he should have been fifth <laughs> <laughs> instead of second. And Corey should have been second. Nina third, Chris fourth. Sure. So yeah, that's Marvin. And then finally... Jordan. Oh, it's so much when there's three all at once. I know. <laughs> there's actually less on Jordan than anyone else. There's some interesting oh. trivia. One fascinating thing is for the guest shoot, they used an alternate one than we show Saul on the show. Good. I think we can see why. Well, yeah. It wasn't that different though, but it was definitely different. It was just kind of a different angle. It was interesting though. We I've never seen that happen with anyone else I looked up. She's been in the Star Online Malaysia, Leo Malaysia, August Man Malaysia, Ugly. Oh, she really works in Malaysia. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Industry, remix. And by the way, Ugly was a magazine name. As soon as we were like, <laughs> Ugly. Vogue.com Taiwan, Flesh, City and Color, and Desnudo Italia. So a lot of international stuff. Yeah. Um, she modeled for the designers Jella Couture, RVN, Reese Hudson, Indian Summer Apparel, Karen Kane, Nichelle Jewelry, and Note Cosmetics. She was featured in a segment, I love this, in a 2013 episode of VH1's Best Week Ever. <laughs> and she was also in a lot of music videos. I loved Best Week Ever. The next thing I'm going to talk mm-hmm. about, I want to be clear that I'm only bringing this up because I find the article on it fascinating. I don't want it to feel like I'm making fun of her. Mm. She filed for bankruptcy in November mm. 2015, claiming that she had $0 in her bank account. And there's this very extensive article I think it's Daily Mail. I didn't remember because I, I don't need to look it up again. But And it literally detailed every aspect of her finances for hmm. years. It was just weird that this was all super oh. publicly available. Weird. And one interesting thing about it was she did claim the year that she got this $100,000 contract that her income included that. So 
you know, sometimes I feel like I've been like, do they really get that money? And she claims that she did, but she also claimed the next year she only made like $8,000. So, mm. you know, that's in 2015. Seems like she's on the other side of that. Her IG is Love Jordan. She has over 200,000 followers. Her bio is just excessively vertical, which I found very funny. <laughs> the only one not to mention America's Next Top Model, interestingly. Mm. Interesting. And her official website is also lovejordan.com. Apparently for a long time, there was a blog where she ended it with Love Jordan. So that's why it was that. Uh. Lovejordan.com now is mostly her portfolio. One book that's all beauty and one book that's all like uh, swimwear and full body and that kind of stuff and her contact info. And then finally, some interesting trivia for Jordan. She's the sixth winner to have never been in the bottom two. Mm-hmm. Jasmine McKee, Nicole, Krista, Sophie. And she's the second winner of the show to have received a total of six first call outs. And of course, the other one's Anne. Anne, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and that's kind of it. Like on social media, she doesn't post nearly as often compared to the other two. I mean, I mean Corey's very active on social media. So there's probably no comparison there, but it's funny that the other two are very pro AT ANTM and she's not really. She did go back to the natural hair color, unshockingly. But she definitely just kind of looks regular looking in her photos. I mean, beautiful. Beautiful, but, but like, well, to eulogize uh, the three of them. Can we go in reverse order? <laughs> let's please go in reverse order. Starting with Jordan, you mean? Yeah. Yes. I think not my favorite person. No. But that was mostly because how closed off I think she was. Yeah. It's hard to talk about her because I think, like, I've had people that I've run into in social situations that I'm like, oh, I do a top model podcast. And I'm like, oh, my God, have you gotten to Jordan yet? Because she seems like a person that people really like to look at her photos. But I mm-hmm. wonder how many of those people actually remember her on the season. Because I think on the season, she's kind of nothing. Yeah. I could very much see anyone arguing that they're she's one of their favorite photography-based winners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of, has that. one of the best winners' portfolios. Sure. And she had some ones that we were like, huh, yeah. about. Mm-hmm. So I totally get that. But yeah, she's, it's kind of fascinating how, like, let's say you're comparing her to Anne. Right. Who had the same amount of, like, hyper success on the show. But Anne had such a specific weirdo Look. personality. Plus Bacon Cat. Plus Bacon Cat. Always Bacon Cat. Yeah, there's just no, I don't, I honestly, it's so weird to have not much to say about the winner mm-hmm. of a cycle. Yeah. But that's where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> but it is fascinating to me, looking at the bigger picture. We've had two cycles with social media, both won by hot blonde women. Hot blonde women. Hot bleached blonde women. Mm-hmm. The most of blonde among us. Mm-hmm. Um, Healthy bleached blonde women. I think it's a little bit of a interesting, mm-hmm. dicey thing to look at that when you saw Laura come back, brunette as she was. <laughs> that Still with like, blonde energy. Still with white blonde energy. Yeah, the, the, uh, the map goes from point A to point B. Yeah. It, it, I found that fascinating because I do think Top Model genuinely does a good job of cycle by cycle. The winner is usually pretty different than the winner before yeah. them. Well, it's also it's also interesting because when it was the judges making those decisions, a lot of the winners felt like responses to the previous winners. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And here it's just like, and we did it again. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's odd. I think we've discussed a lot about Marvin. We did. I would say I'm glad that he seems happy. I'm glad that he's living his truth. Yeah. I hope that he is in a more enlightened 
place mm-hmm. and has changed his attitudes towards women. Uh-huh. Seems like a hard worker now. Seems mm-hmm. like he's done a lot. More yep. of an update than I ever than I usually get from anybody. He he and Jordan were both interesting in that they were both simultaneously in places of having experienced a lot of trauma mm-hmm. while also being very sheltered at the same time. Mm-hmm. And they were they were just both so young. They were I really, really young. wonder how I would have felt and how he would have been on a cycle that was only guy contestants. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because his yeah. disgusting stuff was usually just related to relationships. No, we mm-hmm. actually saw the the best Marvin moments were when he was interacting with other men. Yeah. Yes. He was sure. usually the one breaking up fights. Mm-hmm. Except for the Chris thing. But then also the cute interaction where he hit on his twin yes the whole perez hilton moment that was a high point for marvin Mm -hmm. that we never reached again but i hope that that's the direction he went in in his life i hope that he went toward that version of himself because yurks that he was i I still stand by and i know people in it was hard get ready for this person i'm like i don't care this person came out of nowhere and they were truly a misery to have to discuss to give top model the slightest bit of credit a lot of the time it knows when its contestants are saying problematic things or doing problematic things. Both the show and Marvin seem to have no awareness Mm -mm. of how bad he could get. They celebrated it. They kept celebrating him. Like when Clark was on the show, the show knew we're making Mm -hmm. Clark the villain. The edit and what we were seeing were two, or like what the judges were seeing and what we were seeing were completely different experiences. And I wonder too, if this comes a little bit from not having private panel, Mm-hmm. Tyra less engaged on a day-to-day basis with them, less home visits, less that kind of stuff. That she's just not aware of what's going on. She's not watching the footage like she used to. Yeah. I think as she gets further away from her own modeling career, mm-hmm. she starts valuing different things in the mm-hmm. contestants. Oh, and so much of her energy comes across as the kind of teacher who prefers boys to girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I know that person. Yeah. yeah. And then right there, smack in the middle between men and women. (laughs) What a delight Corey was on a rewatch. I was so happy that our first gay male contestant was bitchy, but like also the therapist. The best thing about this cycle was that he and Chris S. left unscathed. Mm -hmm. This is just a cycle to be like, gay men are pretty cool. Right? (laughs) After the show did its best to scathe them. The show did everything to further harm Mm -hmm. the gay people on this show. God, and what a, based on the update video we watched and anything else, like, I just, I heard beforehand people were like, if you don't remember Corey, you're going to like Corey. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't remember nothing. Nothing. I don't remember nothing. Um, And that was true just everyone in this cycle, basically. But I, what a, a shining light. And I think, like... In general, it's almost, how do do I say this? Like, at the time that Corey was on this show, I do think there was some barrier breaking that he was doing. Whether or not he should have been hoisted that responsibility on him or not. Well, he was very aware of it. He knew. But it's almost funny that it's like quaint now. Mm-hmm. in a way but he still comes across so lovely well and he's also someone and i feel like i was realizing it as we were talking but this is someone who i want to see interact with all of my other favorite contestants from top mm. model and i think that says a lot about them apparently he guest hosts four episodes next cycle <laughs>
Give him the job now. Reboot it. Give him the main job. He's like the new Takara. He just comes mm-hmm. back all the time. And I will say this. I hope, Corey, somewhere out there, I hope you learned another language. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you stopped being disturbed by languages you didn't know. <laughs> the thing is, like, I, 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 I saw so much of, not even, not myself and Corey, but, like, so much of, like, those queer people that had to be more grown up than the people around them. Mm-hmm. In that, like, you had to be the best boy in a lot of situations Mm -hmm. that, like, really hit a sad place in me, but also a proud place. Like, that he was able to do that and look at the, like, fully bald-faced homophobia that he was facing. And then to also, to to actually stand up for himself eventually. And And to have that moment. And some great fucking pictures. Yes. And... I appreciate that the show allowed us to see positive relationship with mom, boyfriend who's a drag queen. He does drag. Like it felt like we got a little bit of the queer experience mm-hmm. too. Yes. His specific one, which was also look, everyone's gay, queer, bisexual experience. It, it, whatever your queer experience is, it's all different. But I feel like Corey, both in the show and now codes very queer. Yes. And I think that was important for the show. That's not just a gay man. Mm-hmm. It's a queer person mm-hmm. who lives in that world. It could have so easily been, and we could have only seen the stereotypical gay friend. I think yeah. it could have been really easy to edit that together. But he was giving a lot of dimension. Well, and this was a season of a lot of tragedies and a lot of trauma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm really glad that he got to be someone who was fully comfortable with himself, who loved himself, whose source of trauma mainly was the show he was on at the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Honestly, I didn't even think about that, Hannah, but it's true. I, I preach all the time that I need more queer joy in my media. Mm-hmm. And, and aside from how the show treated him, Corey was joyful. Yeah. Yes. And that was cool to see. Um, we should also talk about real quick. We're we're we'll do a kind of between break, but I just also it's worth mentioning we're losing more people. Because well, I was going to say we're losing Johnny. <sighs> unfortunately, <laughs> we're losing Brian Boy, who just doesn't get replaced. Apparently, he gets replaced with a screen. Thank God, <laughs> his job was a screen. Yes, and then At Rob the is getting, and I forgot about this truly. Rob is getting replaced with Miss J. I forgot Miss J forgot came that. back. For two cycles. It's another I knew two Rob cycle was gone, but I I forgot who was in that spot. I also so forgot I who was in that spot. I'm going to be very interested to see how the energy changes mm-hmm. in panel with a queer person. Because Catrone is there for the next two. Yeah. Yep. One of the there. longest judges on the show. So now I guess assume they go back to having a guest again because it's just Kelly, Tyra, and Miss J. I hope so. And you say. And you say. Ooh. Uh, Johnny, what a delight. Yeah, can oh. we, we'll, we could say, fuck Rob Evans. Um, mm-hmm. I don't need to see him ever again. He nope. sucks. There were yeah. moments where I was like, oh, you didn't suck as much as I as thought much. you were going to. But you still, uh, even at his best, even at his best, Rob Evans still was pretty shitty. Yeah. I will say occasionally I did agree with his critiques. Occasionally, mm-hmm. yes. But he never failed to be homophobic and misogynist, it seemed like, a lot of the times. 
just did not bring a point of view that was valuable or illuminating in any way. Very true. Mm-hmm. In a role that should have. I don't think he had enough experience. Because the, having a male model was important. They yes. should have gotten a real good We could have judge. had an actual perspective there. Mm-hmm. Where was Eugene? <laughs> Eugene? Acting. Marcus Schecklenburg. Mm. See, in a, in a guest, in when they had guest judges, having Marcus Schecklenburg on there would actually have been great. I agree. Yes. Really. I, hate, I hate that we didn't have guest judges. That better come back. Yeah. Brian Boy eulogy? Fuck Brian Boy. Yep, bye. One of literally the most useless judges. He was best when he was silent. <laughs> <laughs> Controversial but brave. If we had to keep one of the others, I would keep Rob over Brian Boy. Ooh. Ooh. I don't think I would. I don't know if I would. Brian Here's Boy was thing. silent more. Occasionally. I agreed with Rob. Yeah. And, yeah, and I, I found some Brian joy Boy. with how much he didn't get along with Kelly. The best, the best <laughs> thing about Brian Boy was when he would fancify names, but then that went away this season. That did go away. It did go away. Yeah. Yeah. I actually think the, the, he was weirdly, in some ways, more fun to podcast about last cycle. Yes, yeah. he was. There's just nothing but- in this cycle. When we got sexy men, it, it started getting bad. Truly the one we'll miss most of all. The joy I did not remember of these past two cycles. The highlight of our experience. What a find. Johnny Wujek. He had some stumbles. We we admit. Not everyone is perfect. We all did in that era. Yep. I'm still stumbling right now. Sure. <laughs> but honestly, for as much screen time as he ultimately got, they those were rare L's. What an upgrade for Mr. J. Came off as kind, funny, helpful. talented, hot, <laughs> professional. Helpful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll never he did so many two camera jokes oh my which gosh. I thought was refreshing I loved that first the first cycle when someone's like you're gonna put extensions in your hair and he's like what hair <laughs> <laughs> that was that's like oh my gosh someone can be self-deprecating on top model had style still has style like the heir to the de Yonker throne yes really for sure and I gotta say, ever since we've been talking about him, I've gotten more ads for his new watch collection. <laughs> Those watches are cute. Yay! Talk about someone that I will follow now that yeah. he's not on the show. Yeah, absolutely. And, I, and I'll admit it, I found him really attractive. <laughs> so sexy. Mm-hmm. In a normal, nice, kind way. Yes. In a oh, Dionk way. I think part of the Dionk reason way. we... I think we're all just so thirsty for kindness on this show. <laughs> and professionalism. We are thirsty for kindness. <laughs> we're just like, oh, my boyfriend. Can you be my boyfriend? <laughs> he said workers' rights. Oh. Oh. <laughs> he wanted to give Jordan an apple box. <laughs> and if you want to give us an apple box, that means rating and reviewing us on Spotify and Apple That's Podcasts. how you can support us, just like a box. <laughs> yeah, you can go to podleadum.com or send us an email at podleadum at gmail.com we love all your hot takes your iced tea and truly i would love to hear she's a winner and we know people love her tell mm-hmm. us if jordan's one of your faves and why i want to know i'm yeah i'm here to be convinced and i i yes. want i wonder if it's anything beyond gorgeous photos which yeah. is fine that's it i understand why that's a winner it's a modeling competition it's a modeling happen. competition yeah. but <laughs> usually i feel like on this show we have like more of a reason why like eva is your favorite or, or Krista or Krista somebody. Krista is yeah. your favorite. Uh, Carrie D. Salisha. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? We had that email where someone was like, we Salisha did. had we one did. of the best walks ever. And you know what? Yep. So see, I want to hear it. Yeah. You can find me anywhere. That includes Blue Sky now. At <gasps> Yet Charming. I'll get invites soon, and then Hannah Jane and JW Crump can join me. 
Yeah. Oh, that's why I'm seeing you up in the sky. Perched. Oh. <laughs> I'm just still on Instagram at Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm on TikTok at JW Crump. Okay. And again, thank you every time you tag me and someone else lip syncing to another thing from Top Model. <laughs> And be sure to use the hashtag PodLeadem and check out our TikTok at PodLeadem. All of our clips are there. If you guys don't know, if you're not part of the Discord, or if you mm-hmm. don't follow us on Instagram, or if you don't follow us on TikTok, Lex does the work. Posting work. one or two video clips. If you want to see our face, maybe some of you are like, do they have faces? Oh. oh. You can see us in various states of disarray yeah. doing clips. You can see us sinking up in laughter. <laughs> That's my favorite. Y'all, sometimes I look through our hair journeys. <laughs> we, the three of us, one thing Fashion that icons. all three of us have in common is we are not scared of a hair choice. No. No. Uh, no. I'm beyond that fear now. Yeah, we love a bold choice. <laughs> so for Podletum, I have been Lex Basile Price. I'll be Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm JW Crump. And we'll see you on top. Podletum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10 by 10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. 